Mark chapter 9 and verse number 8. <clears throat> the Bible says, And suddenly, when they had looked around about, they saw no man anymore, save Jesus only with themselves. First, let's get the backdrop. Jesus was transfigured before Peter, James, and John so that his clothing turned a brilliant white, so excellent and pure that earth could not produce such brilliance. Also, there was Elijah the prophet and Moses the lawgiver having a, con a conversation with Jesus. It was a sight to see. Any of us who claim to follow Christ would love to have experienced this moment with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. The disciples were so excited and yet so afraid, according to verse 6, that they felt this level of glorious revelation required some kind of an attempt to commemorate and honor such an experience for generations to come. So, since they didn't know what to say, they got what my good friend Scott Boatner calls the let's just do something mentality. Uh, they suggested building three temples, one for Jesus, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Sounded good to them. Amen. That's the first time I've ever had to compete with Siri in a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> did you break your phone? Because I think you just about did. <laughs> okay, back to, our, back to our focus. Thank you for the laugh, Brother John. That was awesome. So they suggested building three temples, one for Jesus, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and it sounded good to them, but the Father did not approve. He immediately replied out of a cloud above them, saying in verse 7, this is my beloved son, hear him. Then the entire supernatural scenery disappeared and all they were left with was Jesus in his humble bodily form with natural earth tone and possibly earth-marred clothing just as he was before the revelation. Now keep that in mind. Now looking back at verse 1, Jesus said unto them that there would be some of them that would not die until they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. I think it not ironic that it was immediately after this statement that this experience on the mount took place. So what does all of this mean? Consider this. God decided to give his disciples a glimpse of Christ's power and glory from a heavenly perspective. Up to this point, they had only seen Christ from the natural eye's point of view. But it was time to elevate their perspective. However, once the elevated perspective had been given, God then immediately took it away so that the only focal point from this point forward would be Jesus. Here's the point. God's greatest display of power and glory of His kingdom is embodied in the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ. And before you think you need to see what they saw with the natural eye 
to benefit from their experience. I wish to point out that the father did not say, don't forget what you saw. Instead, he took, he, uh, he took all the visual stimulation away and simply ended with, hear him. And then the question is, are you listening? So some thoughts there for you today. Uh, so many times uh, we can get our focus on the lights, glamour, bells and whistles and who's who and this and that and the other when it's really simple. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. All of God's glory is displayed and embodied in Christ. Amen. And so let's keep our focus on Him and hear Him. Amen. Our spiritual vision comes not through sight, but through hearing. Uh, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word. God can give you a vision of a lifetime in one moment of speaking word to you. Have you ever heard the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, with God, one word is worth 10 million pictures. It's from the word that we get God's vision for our life. So as long as we stay focused on the word, some might say, you look at the word, you might say, well, it's not enough. It is enough. It's more than enough. You let the Holy Spirit speak to you. You let the Holy Spirit reveal His Word and His will to you. And you will find everything you need. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen. So I think I titled, this is what I titled this. Jesus, can you hear Him now? Amen. Get all of the peripheral stuff and all anything that's distracting your focus. Get all that out of the way. And just strip it down to just you and Jesus. And you'll have and hear everything you need to hear from God.